This is Father Jacob Bertrand Jancic. And this is Father Bonaventure Chapman. Welcome to God's Planning. Thanks to all those who support us. If you enjoy the show, please consider making a monthly donation on Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to God's Planning wherever you listen to your podcasts. Father Bonaventure, that was very emphatic this. I love I love our new intro thing. I wonder if our people are, are attentive to this. We've changed our intro thing to conform to best practices or standard industry mm-hmm. standards or what have you and it's probably best practices from like two months ago because we're, we're a little behind the curve but yeah you know, that's, that's what we're dominicans that's what we it's do it's totally okay we're still wearing the same thing we wore 800 years ago um yeah. like not the same exact well, identity versus, maybe okay um maybe yeah who knows they may have, we just we just actually yes all of our habits are passed down from the beginning of the order from so saint you dominic kind of get, wouldn't that be cool no. I mean, it would be impossible just physically, but it'd be neat to, I've always thought like passing rosaries down because some of us have rosaries that are, are from they, older, they older friars, yeah. you know, um, but like to pass down habits. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I, I like about the new, so we have that new intro thing and it's kind of like, you know, this is NPR, like the kind of, I, well, I always think about how NPR has a certain like cadence and how they speak on, on NPR uh, radio st- shows and things like this, like, wait, wait, don't tell me. They have this, they always end with, this is NPR. And I always think that's kind of like, I, I, you know, just like a, a experience I have with this. So I'm always excited to, uh, to emphasize different demonstratives, you could say. Got it. Demonstrative pronouns well, or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm in certainly in no place to criticize NPR and how they handle their intro and outro bumpers because <laughs> NPR versus Godswaining, I think they, they probably have us on like street cred, so fine. Uh, but I don't know how you would fit on NPR. Like your, your voice is too enthusiastic to be an NPR kind of person. That's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's no, they have like in England, there's the BBC accent, although they've changed it a bit and you have things, but NPR has its own, um, has its own cadences to things. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, um, we could, maybe we should do an NPR like episode where no. we all, we all speak as if we're on NPR or something. And that would be so bizarre. Yeah. No, yeah. we're just too excited, I think. Dominicans are ex- we're excited about stuff, especially when we see see our friends, you know. And Father Jacob Bertrand is is my my dear friend. Mm. How kind. Yeah, you know, you're welcome. To no return, folks. <laughs> no return. Just just an acceptance. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh well, before we get caught in more personal dynamics here, uh <laughs> just kidding. Father Bonaventure is my friend too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they tune in. They want to see this kind of back and forth business. All right. Maybe. Okay. Well, speaking of, of friends and people, that's a terrible transition, but it's what we're going to go with. We are going to talk today not about our personal relationships with one another, but about a, a different question, uh, whether or not people are good. Are people good? Um, I think when we, I, I, gosh, I, maybe I shouldn't be doing this like when we when we were taught how to like preach and how not to preach in our homiletics or preaching courses, we're always taught like don't talk about the preparation for things because people don't care. But this isn't a homily. So like I think when I hear a homily of like yesterday when I was looking at the readings and it's like, oh my gosh, but whatever, I'm gonna do it for this because it's not a homily. But when I think when we were talking about this topic first, I think the the suggested title was people aren't good or you know, it was more declarative. Yeah. I don't remember for sure, but we've, oh we've my turned God. it into a question to be more optimistic. Yeah, that's fair. Not yeah. sure we're gonna be more optimistic, but the question, mm. are people good? Um, is what we're gonna talk about. Are we as human beings uh post fall? We'll 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 at least bracket our conversation, not to Adam and Eve, but to post Adam and Eve 
the fallen condition, even in the context of the new covenant, um, post-resurrection, uh, are people good? Are we good or are we corrupted? Are we able to pursue the good? I guess is also a question, right? Like, are we able to chase after the good with ways that are um, in ways that, that actually make us good or, or not? So um, that's what we're going to talk about. Are people good? whatever there's when when there's this there's i guess i haven't really i watched a trailer i think father bonaventure has been a bit more invested in this but there's this there's this tv show is it netflix it's netflix right i watched the trailer on youtube so i don't know exactly what plot it's netflix there's a tv yeah. show relatively new has a few seasons yeah. relatively new um called the good place um and from what i gathered from the trailer it's about uh, wh what's the actress's name do you remember christine uh, bell from uh, okay. Chris, Kristen, Kristen Bell, Kristen right? Bell from uh, Frozen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So she, I think, well, I don't think she was in Frozen. I think that was an animated, yeah, from, yeah. Wait, that wasn't her? I'm, I'm, okay. Frozen's I'm animated? Joke, making a joke. Oh, gosh. Um, but she, so the premise is right that she, she dies and she ends up going to heaven, but she was supposed to go to hell, the bad place, yeah. but she's in the good place. So it's a kind of like, oh, what's going on here? Reconciling that. I don't know. Set it, tell, tell us more about this sure. and why we're talking even about it. Yeah, so some people might – so I, I do some philosophy on my spare time. I'm working on this large – you know, I'm working on an article, you could say, um, from for years uh, in, in philosophy. And so some people always recommend, oh, well, you might like X. And that's almost never true, that X is almost – whatever they offer me is almost never – but it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I love all your suggestions. Give them to me. Um, but someone recommended the good, oh, you'll like the good place. Cause it's a philosophy. It's a show about philosophy. It's about, about what is goodness, moral philosophy, you could say, and has a, has these four characters on it who are, are in the good place. Ted Danson is the kind of charge of the good place is it's a secular heaven in a way. Um, the bad place is of course the secular version of hell and they kind of play off this sort of thing. But the question is, um, I think it's Kristen Bell realizes her character realize Eleanor that she's there by mistake. She's because you, you get there by good good points you get there by points and she's there by mistake and so she's got to figure out but she doesn't want to tell that she doesn't want to admit to that of course so she she enlists uh chidi a moral philosophy professor to teach her how to be good so it's kind of i mean it's kind of a dominican fashion you know you sort of like okay well if i take these courses on goodness then i'll be i'll be good so you you you, you know things and then you can love them and you wonder if this really works but it's it's a complicated show and it's it's actually not that bad it has a philosopher named todd may um who is a specialist in existential philosophy, um, and he's the he 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 is the uh, philosophical kind of well, what would you say, director in the background of this thing. So the philosophy's not bad. It turns out it turns out you think it's it ends up being like utilitarianism by points. Goodness is about like the points you score. It turns out in the end it's actually Kantianism. It's a deontology. So it's like goodness is the intention and the and the will, the good will, uh, regardless of the consequences, ends up being goodness. So I like that. Um, anyway, the question is, are, but it asks the right question, I think, is that do people care about this? You know, are, are people good? Like, what does it mean to be good? And why does this matter? If you ask questions like, are people fast? Are people tall? You know, are people strong? Like, not just individual people, but people, you know, this sort of thing. It doesn't have the same res resonance to it, because those seem to have, like, comparatives. So, like, if I ask, you know, Father Jacob Bertrand, are people fast? You know, and what is the response to that? What do you think? Are people fast? Some. Some are fast and some aren't fast. You know, are people tall? But it is a comparative thing. It's are you fast compared to either a standard or um, yeah. other people? Exactly. It has tall, this kind of same thing with being tall. 
Yeah, exactly. And goodness see, is weird because it's something, like, oh, well, are people good? And you say, well, let's compare it to, but like fast, you compare to like cheetahs and great white sharks or something, you know, whereas goodness, well, they, they're kind of fast in the water. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goodness, I don't think that's the first animal people think of or the second animal when people yeah. think of fast animals, sharks. But, but goodness, yeah, yeah but, but goodness is the interesting one because it's, like, well, I mean, are you good? And you think, well, compared to, yeah, compared to a shark, am I good? It seems like the wrong, in some ways it seems the right thing, in some ways it seems the wrong thing. I think that's because um, we the, the word good is 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 a weird one. I think we we use it in so many different ways. It's like the word love, right? Um, so, Brother Jacob Bridger, what, like, when you think of good, what do you think of, I mean, you know, we're Dominicans, we want to make distinctions on things. Like, how do you, how do you think of the term good? Yeah, I think, well, one of the things that, that immediately pops into mind with what you're saying is that this comparison of, of like being fast, mm-hmm. uh, having objectives or compared to others is, I think often we, we, when we think about goodness, that's the way people think about, are they good? Because you hear, I mean, even in the way we speak, like, oh, I'm not as, there's always this sort of, mm-hmm. well, I'm not as bad as that person, or I didn't do that, or I'm, I go to church more than like, you know, the, the sort of kind of comparison game. It yeah. creeps into even the question of goodness. But ultimately, that's like when we're talking, uh, when Christ talks about like being perfect, being good, pursuing what is good, you know, when we talk about the virtuous life, we're not talking about as compared to others. We're talking about like there's an objective reality, an objective mm. thing, we could say, in which that constitutes human flourishing. Like there's there are things that that constitute human flourishing. Super easy example, like like being a charitable person rather than being like an uncharitable person or like not murdering people is like constitutes like in a way human flourishing. So there are objective standards and it's it's this that we want to draw like our attention to. And when we're talking about are people good, it's not as compared to others it's not like a grading scale but uh is there something that we are pursuing like goodness itself ultimately so with with that like we can talk Mm. about perhaps it's worth talking about like what is goodness then you know what is the thing right and there are different ways or different kind of accounts that we can like different ways by which to approach that question um from whatever there there's sort of like we can start very simply very basically about like with what we could call like an ontological reality the question of if you look at the book of genesis god creates and he says it's good thing you know his creation is good and some of it happens to be very good even um but you know that that kind of raises the question or or the reality that like things existing are are good things have a goodness in the very in the very fact that they they are um so to be to exist has some sort of goodness attached to it so that's that's maybe a foundational way to start maybe a basic way to start but at least a place to start there are of course other ways what are some other ways that i mean getting more towards the question of like goodness with respect to like virtue and that sort of thing um obviously just being doesn't mean you're a virtuous thing a rock isn't virtuous but um, it's also not vicious. It just is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. what are? How do we kind of move well, towards that? No, that's that. That's that's definitely right. That the first thing you need to base it is that everything that exists is good because God doesn't make like pure evil things. You know, God. We make. We might go. Oh, oh no! I made this thing. Now it's e-, you know it's evil. Whoops! I made a mistake. But God can't think in that. God doesn't work in that way. So anything that exists that He makes is is good at some level. And you might say that because it's it's. A desirable thing it's 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 loved by him into being by some in some fashion so but then but then of course things fail and things don't always they aren't perfectly good we could say because there's also this you could say like a natural 
goodness, and I don't mean like natural versus supernatural goodness, but I mean like natural in the sense of the nature of something, what it's for. So you can think of the ontological goodness as like its base level. So it's just kind of its being just there, which is good because if it wasn't good, God wouldn't, it wouldn't be there because God's, God sustains everything. Nothing has its own being. He gives it. But then what is it for? It's, he created it for something. It's supposed to do something. And then you get this goodness as Father Jacob Bertrand talked about with like fulfillment. So we talk about perfection. These are words that are related to goodness, um, or fulfillment, something aiming towards something. And so a good thing is something that is, is, is good for something. So a good knife is good for cutting. A good coffee maker is for, for making good coffee. It sounds trivial, but it's an important point that there are things in the world that are intended for particular ends we talk about. And the good is related to that end. So if we want to say, are you, you know, are people good? That's where we start to bring this question of not, as Father Jacob Burton said, comparison, like, am I better than this person per se? Um, but what are you for? Like, what is what does it mean to be a good human being? And not just sense of, well, I exist, therefore I'm a good human being. But more than that, am I good as a human being? And then, so that, and that has basic biological functioning, you know, which has a sort of speed. So if you can't run the mile in under 13 minutes or something, you might, you might say, well, I'm not a good natural human being, you could say, or something, or biological human being. Or if you have, you know, sickness, we get the sense of, that's a badness, but it's not a moral evil. It's just in a sense for you, you know, now I'm sick. Oh, now I'm bad. No, but you're not, you're not a functioning, fully functioning, fully perfect human being. And then moral goodness we could talk about is is like the will and the desire so the kind of freedom involved in choosing to do and to love certain things uh which you know animals don't have the capacity for so animals are good a good squirrel is a squirrel that does things well squirrel things well um but it's not morally good we don't give him trophies moral trophies barely give we don't give people moral trophies either in fact it's usually the opposite right if you do if you're morally bad today you get money and stuff um but anyway we'll put that as a side side point out that we as humans have this natural goodness you could say this goodness of our nature and then we have this moral goodness which is a development of that nature by reason and will and so when we talk about are people good we mean by that is not like are they are people comparatively good to other people but you know are people capable of being good are we are, are we made for goodness and can we achieve it and what what that would look like yeah and that that moral goodness is i think where at least in yeah it, it's a place where we often think about are people good like that's that's usually the, i or often maybe not usually maybe that's not fair but often the kind of yeah. determinus of what of our consideration with goodness um do people like behave well is there a moral goodness? And now, obviously, there there's within within the realm of faith and and Christianity, there's there are things that constitute like moral goodness, and people have people who aren't Christian have different opinions as to what that is. But I think we can say broadly speaking that that's where people kind of consider um, the goodness of a person, whatever kind of standards for morality. But mm -hmm. then you live up to those standards of morality. Yeah. But for in in the Christian mind, and and perhaps is really at, at heart for us and really for everybody, whether Christian or not, but for our conversation too, is this is, is a further sort of category of goodness, but this, this idea of, 
of supernatural goodness. And I think it's differentiated from just moral goodness as uh, with respect to like what it's aimed at. Father Bonaventure mm -hmm. mentioned ends, you know, what is the end of moral goodness? Well, it's to like be a prudent person. What is the end of moral goodness with respect to fortitude? Well, to be a courageous person, but with respect to the supernatural reality, well, what's the, what's, what's the end of that? Well, it's, it's, it's God to, to, to live for and with God. So even those moral, um, moral categories of, of prudence or, or fortitude, when we, when the supernatural is involved when grace mm -hmm. is involved, they're, they're ordered in their particular ways to, to God, um, to, to live in accord with, with how God has created us to live, to, you know, be holy, to be, to, to share in God's life. So though they might have the same sort of like prudence, we might talk about in a sort of non- supernatural and a supernatural way, or, you know, obviously mm -hmm. faith, hope, and charity only have to do with the supernatural. Um, they, they, they do, and this is kind of the beauty of how we've been created, that we can do human things. We can do human moral actions that redound to the glory of God and to our sanctification. So yeah, here, I think this is really like, are, are human beings good? Are they, are they working towards, are they moving towards cooperating with grace towards their final mm -hmm. end of, of union? with yes. God. So like therein lies the question, I think, right? So we can, can we, can we talk about like, are, Eternally are we, good. are people yeah. good? Are we, are we good? Are we able to do that? And if we look, we, I guess we can divide the argument into like a hopeful, yeah, we're great. We're doing it. And like, a, yeah, I don't know. Let's look at the world around us. It doesn't seem like that's happening. Um, so a sort of like pessimistic, optimistic, dichotomy yeah uh, that's, maybe that's no that seems that seems right i mean uh, it, it, most things break into binaries in some fashion um it yeah. seems like as a structural principle um I'll, but i'll just say uh, dear listeners um uh, father jacob Bergen has has like done a hit a tripwire on massive 20th century debates about of course now hold on a second there do we have a natural isn't our natural goodness just an end towards God? So what is the difference between supernature and nature? And Henri de Lubac shows up here and Gergou Legrand shows up and you have like extrinsicus and intrinsicus on grace. So if you are in this kind of circle, if you think, wait a minute, you know, how can you separate moral goodness from supernatural goodness? You'll notice that there is a, there is a continuity here, even from the ontological that you be, but you're being something to the natural, to the moral, to the supernatural. So, it is. We'll just say that this is a complicated topic, of course, where there's two ends of man, one end of man, blah, blah, blah. Um, and maybe we'll do an episode on that. But it's important to see the continuities that Father Jacob Bridger talked about is when he says related to God. Well, as a human being, you're also related to God. But in the supernatural way, it's, it's even elevated. Thomas talks about not just healing our natures, but also elevating us to participate with the life of the Trinity, which is beyond in mere human, you could say, prudence, but as a supernatural, the gift of faith and love, hope and love. So it's important to realize that, this, yeah, that there's these different theological and natural levels, but they're also related to each other. Du Lubac and Gergou Lagrange are both right? Whatever. We'll talk about that later. Mm, but, not, but you could say, yeah, exactly. But you could say um, that it seems like there are two traditional <laughs> yes or no, you know, seek it non things here this pessimism like are we yeah are we good are we are we capable of loving god and being good people and not in the spiritual and the natural sense and you can say the pessimistic answer is the kind of augustinian although caveat calvinist protestant view of no of course not since the fall since the fall we've been totally depraved and grace 
and God's kind of mechanical, oh, I'm showing my hand on this, puppeteering um, is, the, is the only thing that lets us be good. Um, is the, so that the world is kind of a, a war of all against all. We're just the worst people in the world. Um, and, and God is the one who grabs us out of this. And he's the one who gives us all of the good things such that you find, you might find someone who, when you, you congratulate them on doing something well, and they say, well, by the grace of God goeth I. So it's on that. Don't, don't congratulate me. It's not my work. And then you have the other side, I suppose, is the kind of, and you might be, I think these are more like, uh, I guess, um, persuasions you could say or styles or base base camps the other side would be like the optimistic kind of secular enlightenment and all of these are all in quotations because there's more to say about them move this is like rousseau and the natural savages that actually know we're we are naturally good and it's like civilization and christianity and other things that corrupt us but naturally we're we can we are good and we have the ability to be good and we can actually get all the way up to god in these things. This is the heresy, you could say, of Pelagianism, although, of course, Pelagius is a little more complicated than that. But the idea that you can, yeah, we're, we know the fall wasn't that bad. I mean, sure, I tripped, but we're back up, you know, a little bruise on the knees, but we can still run right to him. Um, and the only reason we don't is because of our own, our own goodness. So there's like a pessimism, you could say Augustinianism aspect, and then there's a Pelagian kind of optimism thing. And I suspect that the two of us, Father Jacob Bush and I, probably come down and Probably a little bit shaded on the pessimism side, which is not a bad thing because was well, that true, Father Jacob Bertrand? Are you where do you where if between these two, what do you make of them? Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. I think that the optimistic, I mean, evidence seems to the contrary with respect to the optimistic kind of side of things. Um, I I I guess this in the in the sort of Catholic mind i guess that i've been formed by obvious obviously there's there's a sort of i think kind of falls with the pessimistic but mm. kind of category if yeah, there's nice. if we can create a, a third category like pessimistic yeah synthesis I, yeah a pessimistic but like yes the fall the fall has hurt us pretty badly sin hurts us you know sin is has corrupted us in, in some pretty serious ways. Um, but the, and, and our hope of climbing out of that on, on our own terms on sort of a natural level is zero. You know, we, we can't, we can't do that. Hence like God, you know, hence, or the incarnation, hence Christ, you know, like, again, ev the history and evidence points, points to the contrary of our ability to climb out. So, but there is, you know, there is a savior. So it's pessimistic, but, um, but, you know, like it, it's a, that's a, it's a big one because Christ is, you know, that's a pretty big kind of, uh, entry on the scene. So, yeah, I think, I think like, if we look at St. Thomas, it's kind of a, as our, as our guide here, it's, it's a balanced answer. You know, we, we can be, can our people good? We can be, so we're good as in as much as we exist and we're made for the good, uh, the ultimate supernatural good. So if that's, you know, those things being the case and all, a whole host of other realities in between again the the incarnation the crucifixion the resurrection grace um all of that i think the answer is we can be and there's there's there ought to be real hope that we can be be good and and this is sort of the thomistic line right that there's a sort of pessimism that without god like we're lost and this is this is not just saint thomas you know this comes from christ himself that without god yeah. we can do nothing um but the reality of grace and this is where i think it's like it's kind of why i was kind of hemming and hawing because 
I think it's easy to put a lot of stock in this sort of, ah, we're broken, we're fallen. But we often don't put enough stock, I think, in like the power of grace and mercy and the transformative and elevate, elevative, elevating Ooh. reality of, of grace, as, as you've, as you mentioned earlier in the episode, that like the, those things are more real than our, or yeah, more real than our sin. And they, they win if we but cooperate and, and, and those, and if we but live with Christ and pursue virtue and goodness and, and cooperate with his grace. So yeah, that we can be, it's not a sort of just like, ah, maybe one day, but like the offer's real. The offer is real um, and the offer is real because like the fall is real. So it, it's kind of a, it's, I don't think it's easy to just say like to, to park ourselves or it's not easy for me to park myself in one, in one camp or the other because, yeah. because of everything that I've just kind of walked well, through. Well, I think, and I think maybe the, 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 the problem would be a difference between a static view and a dynamic view. And I think you're right to point out that the, the, the two, the pessimism and optimism, the kind of Calvinist version and the Pelagian version, you could say, is their static view. So it has a question of like, are people good? No. Um, and that's just what by nature, they're just not good anymore. And there's nothing you can do about it, sort of blah, blah, blah. And it has this kind of static quality to it. And same thing with the pessimist or the secularist view. Where it's like, no, no, people are just naturally, they're just good. Like, doesn't make sense to not say that. Now, are we better than, are we getting better, this sort of thing? But yeah, we're all capable of goodness. You know, that's just intrinsic. But taking it from a dynamic viewpoint, as you say, can we? So in modal terms, you know, like, can is it possible? Which means we've got moving from potency to act, something that could be, could be done. Um, that brings it out as more of a question of 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 dynamic change, potentiality of possibilities, such that you could say yes and no, in a way. Yes, we are good because we have the possibilities through our nature still of responding to good actions, but also especially because of grace. And our natures are, in a sense, fitted. As bizarre, again, this is the, the nature-grace paradox. Our natures are fitted for grace. We're, it, we're meant to have the grace of Christ in our lives to do good human acts and not just good religious acts, you could say. So it's, are we, are we good? We might not be good as good as we are or can be at this moment. No, but we are capable. Yes, because our natures are not fundamentally broken. We haven't turned into squids or something. We're still human beings, which are meant for God. And therefore, we can be good. So it's a question. So it's it's a. I like that in uh, yes, but you know, or no, but kind of thing. With you have a dynamic view, which brings it to the personal in the sense of, as opposed to like, are people good? You know, or you know, our 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 planet's fast or whatever, or anything. It's not a scientific question. It's now a moral question about you know, are am I good? Am I good? You know. Yeah. And I think in the conversation about like, are people good and that sort of thing, we don't want to, we didn't really at least explicitly say this, but it's worth saying, I think it's, it's not a sort of like way by which this conversation or this question is not a way by which to sort of like, uh, what passage, like judgment on people's eternal soul, you know, like go out in the world, everybody's bad and everybody's going to, like, that's not what we're talking about really. But like this, this, as I think Father Bonaventure put it succinctly and well, this sort of like this dynamism that like we're created in a particular way for a particular thing. Um, each of us to, you know, to know God, to love God, to share in his life. And, and goodness is a question of like, are we in pursuit of that? Um, and can we be in pursuit of that? And the answer is 
yes, we can be, but you know, in the end, God doesn't force us into that. We're free in that, you know? So there's that, that's really, I think like the, the question there is, is like, are we pursuing goodness in a way? Like, is, is that, I think, I think it's on offer. It's certainly not on offer by our own efforts. Um, but it certainly is on offer, uh, in, in, in Christ. Um, and then it's a sort of question of like, okay, well, what does that look like and how do we pursue it? And this is the whole point of like the virtuous life of, of, of living, um, of living that in our lives of living the Christian life of being formed and transformed by his, by his grace. So I guess the question sort of is like, well, how, how are we, like, how do we do that? So in the last that we have just a couple of minutes left, but like the question of how do we do that then uh, is still on offer or it's still something to be addressed? Like, is it simply, which oftentimes and, you know, in, in not for, not for good, but like the faith can be boiled down to sort of like moralism of like, here's the rules. You follow these 10 commandments. You're a good person. Well, like maybe, maybe not. I don't know if just like following the 10 commandments is the, is the apex is the climax of human flourishing. It's certainly the foundation of it, but is that is that really you know the climax of it? I don't know what. What well, do you think there? Like, no, again, I mean, wrap that up. Yeah, it's good that again. Just we talked about going from static to dynamic. We could talk about extrinsic to intrinsic kind of goodness. So we've been talking about goodness in the sense of of not external criteria, but internal criteria to the perfection of the person, and obviously the perfection of the person to God. Um, in, in that. And in the same way, um, being good, uh, following rules, you could say, necessary to being good, uh, doing good things, you know, bodily actions that are good, necessary, but not sufficient in that it's the internal. These are externals, but the internals, the principles, are you, are you internally developing as a good person? Not in the sense of like, my internal thoughts are good, but my actions are bad. You know, I'm, I'm throwing kittens off of... Uh, of giant buildings, you know, but internally I'm, I'm loving God, but that my, my, my internal principles, I'm, I have the virtuous life in the sense that I naturally am courageous. I'm naturally am, am temperate, you know, that these, and not just from externals, like I know I'm not supposed to drink, you know, this much, but that I don't desire to drink this much. I know I'm supposed to help this person here in this case, but I desire, I feel impulse internally from this thing that that's the goodness is about the renewing of our, of ourselves, our natures, both in the moral plane and the average everyday secular natural plane, which really isn't average everyday secular because of the incarnation, because the supernatural plane, you know, when Christ, when Christ says, you know, uh, have you done these things to me? Uh, have you done these things when, when I was, when I was sick, when I was naked, when I was in prison, this sort of thing. And I don't think he, he doesn't mean external, like, yeah, I did these things, man, I hate doing those things. And I was thinking about other stuff all the time and I just got lucky. Um, but like, I wanted to do those things. And I, when I had the opportunity, I did those things that that's what goodness is, 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 has to start in is the re is the healing and elevating of our natural reason and love and capacities. And that that's good because we have reason and will and natural capacities and desires. And so the base is there to be good, to be renewed and continue to be perfected, be as perfect as our heaven, the father is, as is perfect. But at the same time, uh, to know that this is by grace and this is where all the sacraments and the and prayers especially come in, that we can work with God because he wants us to work with him. Perfect. Well, there you have it. Are people good? Hope so. I think so. By God's grace. Possible. Very possible. And yeah, uh, yeah 
beautiful thing, I guess, of the reality of the incarnation, Christ's, uh, Christ's grace that he offers is offers us to share in his own life, that for which we were made. So there you have it. Um, I guess a question to continue to ponder. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe not perhaps. Uh, so thanks to all of our supporters. If you'd like to help out with our with the work of the podcast, check out uh, our Patreon page at patreon.com slash godsplaining and consider making a monthly donation. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, subscribe, leave a review. All of those things help us out tremendously. So thanks for doing that. Thanks for taking a second to do that. Visit godsplaining.org to shop our merchandise to get dates and information for upcoming Godsplaining events. We have our few retreats, the retreats two in July, one in August. Spots are filling up quickly, so if, if you'd like to get on a retreat this summer, do something like that, check that out. We'd love to have you. And as always, thanks for praying for us. We will be sure to keep you in our prayers. And until next time, God bless.